This is Aaron Saft, the MR Running Pains Podcast. Today's episode, I'll be doing um, a solo episode with the concept of if you're thinking of accomplishing a new distance, whether that be in a race, an event, or a choose-your-own-adventure. This can be any new distance, um, whether you've uh, never run uh, or if you have and looking to move up, whether that's up to a 10K, a half marathon, marathon, or an ultra, um, or an even further ultra, whatever it may be. This is uh, kind of some things to think about. So uh, perhaps take some notes and think about these things in your uh, in your buildup to this new distance. Um, or if you're going to register for a race of a new distance with uh, you know the turn of the new year about to come, I know we have... Some some new goals for 2023. Most of us do, and uh, you know that can include this uh, this thought of a new distance. So, uh, before I get into that and that topic, um, want to kind of go over some things that are going on here. Um, uh, this will release on Thanksgiving Day, and uh, you know I, I hope that you have a great Thanksgiving Day. Um, we have a lot to be thankful for. Um, it's, um, uh, well, I especially do, I won't speak for you, but I want to just thank you all for being a part of this podcast, for listening, um, for supporting me, um, you know, for your encouragement and keeping this and continuing to, to go on in this, um, for your support in my running endeavors and, uh, for my family's support. Uh, my family is, is wonderful. Um, for my coaching opportunities, for the athletes I coach, I am super grateful for them and for my continued work with them. And that includes my track kids. We just had our first meet last night, and um, we had uh, our 4 by 8 our girls 4 by 8 qualify for the indoor state meet, as well as uh, our female pole vaulter, she qualified, and um, the male high jumper who um, I started working with this season. He uh, had experience last season, but I've been trying to uh, be a little bit more engaged and involved with uh, his development, and I'm really happy for him and for the rest of them that have qualified for states. It was our first meet not far into the season, so that's a positive sign, um, hopefully, of things to come. So grateful for all of that and just wanted to express my gratitude once again to all of you for being a part of this podcast. Uh, the other things that are coming up, um, as I said, December is kind of rolling around here. Uh, next Thursday, a week from uh, you know today, if you're listening to this podcast on Thanksgiving, uh, my newsletter will be coming out. Um, just uh, going to share some uh, some insights that I have. Um, you know, coming back off of injury, uh, finally able to have a return to running. My ankle no longer hurts, which I am. <laughs> also super grateful for. Um, I'm just going out for 20, 25 minute runs right now and just kind of keep the heart rate low and, and just build back, um, you know, build my base. So, um, it's, uh, it's great to be back out running. And, uh, you know, one of my runs back, I, I kind of just embraced where I was at and, um, just, you know, took in, uh, took in the, the surroundings and, um, had some encouragement, from a neighbor, so just kind of some some uh, introspective insights um, into coming back and, and where I'm at and um, how I plan to come back. Uh, I'm working with Patrick Regan still, and right now, you know, I told him I said, uh, you know, just kind of let me let me do my thing. Um, you know, I, I'm just coming back, so just kind of going by feel right now. I'm not trying to push it. Um, 
you know, as I said, I'm monitoring heart rate, just really short distance, just trying to get my feet back under me and make sure I don't have any pain. Um, getting back to some, some core strength work, which is good. So I'm going to be talking about all that stuff in the newsletter. Um, you know, some, some reviews, gear reviews, shoe reviews, um, book review, uh, just, you know, a ton of stuff that I'll, I'll be putting into the newsletter. So anyway, that comes out December 1st. Uh, you can subscribe on my website, mrrunningpains.com. Uh, links are in the show notes. So uh, hopefully you'll sign up for that. It is free. And um, I want to once again, um, finally give a thanks to all my Patreon supporters. Uh, it's wonderful to have that support. Uh, after I record this, I'll actually be recording the private Patreon podcast, uh, episode three for my Patreon listeners. So those that support me on Patreon, uh, they get a extra podcast in their ear uh, about a totally separate topic. It can be something that the Patreons themselves have asked for or something that I've come up with uh, that will help training. Um, episode three is actually on uh, using strides to get faster. I think there's a misconception out there. And so uh, I'm going to talk about that misconception about, um, you know, what strides actually will make you faster and which just sustain speed for longer periods of time. So, um, you know, if you're interested in joining me on Patreon, again, link in the show notes on my website. I sincerely and sincerely appreciate that support. Thank you. Uh, that's what's going on in the world here by me. Um, and I hope everything is, is great by you again. Um, we're going to be talking here about thinking of a new distance. So, um, made a few bullet points here, some notes, and I'm just going to expound upon those notes as I, as I go through them. But, um, first is this new distance distance realistic based on the experience with long distances covered previously? So, um, have you, you know, have you done something previously that, um, kind of points to the fact that yes, you could cover this new distance. The potential is there. Is it a huge jump? Uh, you know, maybe you just got started. You've never covered a distance, but, um, you know, all of a sudden you have this goal of accomplishing a hundred miles. Is that a realistic goal? You know, that's a conversation to be had. Uh, you know, and perhaps that's best had with those that have experience, be it a friend, training partner, coach, uh, whoever it may be, um, you know, a, uh, a Facebook group, um, you know, just kind of put the feelers out there. Is this realistic for me to take on and accomplish? Uh, you know, as I think sometimes we jump into things a little too quickly. I've talked about that in the past about trying to accomplish uh, a race distance that perhaps we should do some other things and get some other experiences first. Um, you know, we, we all want these bucket list races, uh, you know, to experience them, whether that be, uh, Boston or New York marathon, um, or Western States or UTMB. You know, there's there's definitely some um, some stepping stones that you should take to get to those, and uh, and be willing to put in the time and energy that it takes to get to it. Uh, so just make sure that it's realistic for you. Uh, make sure it's realistic for your um, your training, right? Like, if you're planning on doing a hundred mile, do you have the time to commit to the training it's going to take to get you to complete that hundred miler? Um, if you know it's going to be a busy season with work, perhaps you don't have the time to commit to that hundred miler. Um, you know, perhaps you do have the time to commit to a 50 K. Uh, so, you know, think about what, uh, what restrictions you have in your life and in order to be able to train for the event that you want to do, that's, that's huge. 
if you don't have the time, you're not setting yourself up for success. So take that in consideration as well. Then the next thing I would say is, do you have more intrinsic motivation than just completing a new distance? In other words, if you were to think about why do you want to complete this new distance? Is there something more to it? Can you say that you can internally think of something that's going to manifest positive emotions to help you in your training process? Again, I've talked about this in the past about, you know, finding those reasons why you want to be out there on those mornings where it's dark and cold and rainy. You know, will you have the motivation to say, I really want to get ready for this race and here's why to get you out the door? You know, when it's the dark moment in the race, right? You're, you're really tired, fatigued, hurting, and you just want to stop. What's going to drive you? You know, just finishing the distance, sometimes that's not enough. So think about those things. Think about what drives you, what motivates you. How can you get yourself motivated? What are some things that, that drive you? Okay? Because that's going to be huge to helping you not only train, but also race. So find those up front. Think about those things. Reflect on them. You know, and, and they change over the course. You may have to reanalyze over the course of your training process. But you know, up front, it's great to have those things kind of out in front of you, knowing what they are. And what comes along with that is formulating your goals for the actual race, event, or distance. Okay? Uh, what, what are your goals? Are they a time goal? Is there a finish goal? Is there a place goal? What, what do you want to do? It may be all of those things. And you may have A, B, and C. In other words, my A goal, my top priority, this is what I want to do. That's your A goal. Then you may have a fallback goal of B, right? So let's say you wanted to run sub four hours at the marathon, right? And that's your, your time goal. Okay, well, if sub four hours doesn't happen, what's the next is it, you know, 4.15? Is it just to finish? Okay. Or perhaps just to finish is your C goal. Have your fallback goals so that if A doesn't happen, you're not so frustrated in the process that you just quit. So formulate your goals up front. Know what they are. Write them down. Have some accountability, right? Tell others what they are so that it's out there and you have some accountability to them. Then get your crew on board. That's a matter of having a conversation with significant others, uh, training partners, uh, family, you know, making sure they know what you want to accomplish. What are your goals? What do you want to do? What do you hope to accomplish? How far do you hope to go? You know, make sure that they're on board for, you know, the time commitment it takes for the financial commitments it may take, you know, both in registering for the race, getting to the race, all that stuff hotels, all that stuff costs money. So make sure you have them on board. And that's something else you can think about is your budget for this. What are your costs going into this, right? How much money do you need to set aside for all of this? You know, um, a lot of times we don't think about that, how much, how much it's going to cost uh, for travel, hotel, uh, food, um, training gear, 
shoes, etc. You know, there's a lot of expenses that go into this, so make sure you budget for it, that you have the capability of doing it, and that your your you know your significant other and family knows what that commitment is. Uh, don't let that become a uh, a driving wedge between you and your family. That you know you're you're spending all this money because they'll they'll know up front this is what I expect to do and this is what it's going to cost. Then get some training advice. So you're thinking about doing this new distance, right? So training advice. Um, speak with a coach. That's you know a shameless plug here. <laughs> Talk to a coach. Find out what that would entail. How much time? You know, there's uh, there's there's coaches that you know you can have a phone conversation. They'll they'll charge you for a half hour or an hour to help you kind of set up an outline of your training, and you can have that conversation and, and kind of find out more of what it will entail, and then you can bring that back to your family and say, here's my my time commitment, right? Here's what I got to do in order to get this done. This is kind of what they advise. So have that conversation with the coach. Um, or you can seek out training plans. There's tons of training plans out there. Um, I myself am not the hugest fan of training plans. You know, the, the, the one plan fits all. Here's your 16-week marathon plan. You know, or, you know, here's your plan to run 100 miles. Everybody is so different that it's hard to have this same plan work for every single person. So that's why I don't write those a lot. You know, there's there's certain circumstances where I'll write out a plan for a person. Uh, you know, that's that you know they they can't swing coaching. Maybe uh, you know I I don't like to do it because I can't follow up with them. I can't make changes as necessary. You know, there's there's things that have to happen. We don't we can't forecast that far down the road as to how you're going to be feeling at this point in training. You know, is this the right training that you need uh, at that given moment? When we write out a training plan, it's kind of set <laughs> unless you feel comfortable making the changes that are necessary, but perhaps you don't know enough in order to do so. So consider that if you're considering a training plan, that it, it may not be the best solution. And maybe just having a conversation with the coach may help. Or maybe you choose the training plan and things aren't going accordingly and then you have that conversation with the coach. You know, pay for that half hour or hour session. You say, hey, listen, I got this training plan, but it's just not going according to the way I need it. You know, what do you advise? And then talk to others that have completed the distance. Get advice from, you know, runners that have completed the distance. Again, you know, use your resources. Do you have a, a Facebook group that you're a part of? Um, that you can kind of, you know, ask some questions to. Who's your community? Ask your running store. You know, do they have a training group that you can join? That way you have others, you know, that are training for a similar goal and you can start to meet other people that you can train with and ask questions to, especially if you're new to it or new to an area. You know, look for your resources. Look for your group runs. Who can you find that's similar in ability or have completed distances that you can talk to? And then, um, find benchmarks that you can accomplish along the way, whether they be other races, um, of lesser distance or events or, you know, choose your own adventures or just long runs, you know, that, that can help you in your build. These will not only give you confidence, 
they're going to be a great experience and learning experience as to how to best accomplish your new distance. You should practice with your gear. You should practice with your nutrition. You should practice with your hydration. These are the ideal, ideal times to deal with those things and learn from them. I can think of um, one of my athletes this past weekend that, you know, we had this big training weekend, right? It was, it was kind of like a training camp for an upcoming timed event, a 24-hour event. And uh, this athlete, you know, went out to the course, which is wonderful if you can do, to see the course and understand the terrain and, and every aspect of the course that she'll be running on. So the athlete went out to the course, experienced the course, tested gear, tested nutrition, learned a ton, took away a ton for race day. It's, it's great, great practice. You know, I can't recommend enough. If you can get out on the race course itself and learn it, that's wonderful. And I'm going to talk about other ways you can learn the course if you can't do that. But, you know, having the potential to, to do other distances and practice these things and get that, that mental, um, reinforcement that you can accomplish the distance that's huge that's huge so look for some build-up races along the way now with build-up races the only caution i throw is that you have to make sure you recover from them and they're not too frequent we have a tendency to build up a race schedule and overbuild it <laughs> so be careful in your build-up again this is a great time to seek advice from those that know or have experienced something in the past and I'm not talking about talk to your friend that does a race every weekend. <laughs> That's not the right person to talk to. Um, you know, you are not them. There are very few people that can do that sort of thing every weekend and, and stay successful for a long period of time. I, I tip my hat off to those that can. I acknowledge there are people out there that do it and can do it uh, and are amazing. <laughs> I, and, and maybe you are one of them. I'm not going to say you're not. But, you know, it's something to consider. Don't over-race Make sure you're recovering, okay? Build in your recovery, especially if your body needs it. It's great, again, a great time to, to get advice, okay? Now, in, in that, learning about the goal race. Um, make sure it's in your wheelhouse. And what do I mean by that? Okay, if you are a flatlander and have never experienced a mountain race, perhaps pick up some, you know, some races along the way that will replicate what you will do on the actual race itself, right? So uh, if, you're, if you're looking to do a mountain, let's say marathon, for instance, a mountain marathon, you know, perhaps a, a 10K and a half marathon that have sim similar elevation gain per mile, that's huge, so if you were to look at your, um, your, let's say your goal mountain marathon and you look at its elevation gain, if you take your elevation gain and divide it by the distance, you'll find out how many average feet per mile you will gain, right? You can do the same formula in your buildup races to kind of figure out, do I get the same kind of elevation gain? It will give you that, uh, that perspective of what it's like to have that type of average elevation gain per mile. So think about those things. Um, read your race reports. I mean, you know, a lot of races, unless it's a brand new race, have race reports. If you just Google, you know, whatever race you're going to do or whatever event you're going to do or choose your own adventure that you're going to do, you'll find people that have written race reports. 
sometimes the race reps website has them. So check out the race website. Get as much information from the website as you can. Do they have a participant guide? Do they have an elevation profile? Do they have an aid station uh, you know, um, matrix? Get as much information about the race as you can from the race website. So glean all the information you can from race reports, the race website. Do they have race videos? Can you see parts of the course? Can you listen to people talk about what transpired during the race from race videos? YouTube has a ton of those. Are there podcasts you know, that have gone over the race, have gone over the race course? I hear so many different podcasts. It's, it's, that's the wonderful thing about podcasts is there's so many out there with such a variety of information. I, I hear, you know, uh, like for instance, the Philadelphia Mar- Marathon just went on. You know, the, I, I literally saw at least two or three podcasts that had information uh, leading up to racing Philly. You know, maybe like your race strategy for Philly or a person's previous race experience from Philly. So, you know, just get out there, look for the information, um, look for the podcast, search the podcasts, you know, ask others if, if, you know, that have run, if they've heard anything or have read any good race reports that can help you. Uh, Articles, man, you know, I'm, I'm sad to see that we're losing so many publications. Um, Trail Runner Magazine just went, um, you know, they, they just stopped publishing. Um, I was reading, um, another, um, it was a English publication. Um, I think it's trail runner. Yeah, I think it was trail runner magazine. They just announced their, they've just published their last episode. So it, you know, it is a dwindling market, but there are some great articles out there that are written about races. Uh, I was just reading um, an article um, in Ultra Running Magazine um, about uh, a race that the author had ran, and he, you know, he talks about throughout the article. You know, I got to this mile, and there was this climb. You know, and it, it kind of begins to formulate a picture in your mind because they're talking about the big climbs during the race. So, reading these articles gives you tremendous insight into what the course is like. So, find those articles. And then the other thing that I would research is the average weather at the event. What are you facing? What what could the potential high be? What could the potential low be? You know, are you going to face uh, snow, <laughs> hail, rain? What what are you know? Are, what are the conditions? Are they going to be dry? Know your conditions so that you can make sure you're prepared for them. Not only with your gear, but if you can train for something like the heat, for instance, can you help, you know, bring that adaptation into your training to help you be ready on race day. And the other piece of it too, is knowing the altitude, right? We we don't know how altitude is going to affect us. We never do. It's, you know, it could be anything. Um, And that's the tough thing about altitude, but how high are you going to get? Or what is the average altitude? You know, know these things going in so you're not surprised by them. So get to know the race as best you can. And then if you're going to sign up for a race, any race, it doesn't have to be a new race distance. This could just be signing up for a race. I think some people are surprised by the registration details. So look at those ahead of time. Okay. You know, look at when does registration open? Is there a lottery? What's the process for the lottery and the likelihood that you'll get in? Because if there's a lottery 
and you want to accomplish a new race distance and you don't get into the lottery, what's your backup plan? Have a backup plan. Have a, you know, a backup either race or event or adventure run that, you know, you can put in this place because obviously you want to accomplish something new, something different, a new race distance. So make sure that you put yourself in a position to be able to do so. So have your backups, right? <clears throat> do you need a qualifier? So if you're registering your event, do you need a qualifying event? Is there a, a distance that you're supposed to accomplish ahead of time? And what window is that within? You know, do you have that? Make sure you know that. Is there a volunteer requirement? Okay. And when is that due? What do you have to do? Make sure that that's feasible for you. You know, I, I put on um, a 50K out at Solly for a long time and, and I started making a volunteer requirement and I, you know, I received a number of emails saying that, um, I, you know, I can't fulfill this requirement. Well, why did you register? <laughs> the, 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 uh, the volunteer requirement was, you know, they checked a box saying that they would fulfill the vi volunteer requirement upon registering. So, you know, I know things come up, but, you know, it, if it's there, you know, and part of the registration process, you know, make sure that you can fulfill it. And however that needs to happen, understand what those requirements are. Don't put that race director in a compromising situation because of it, right? Yeah, it's not, not a great place to be for a race director. You want all the runners to be able to run, but if you've created a requirement and, and the race director believes in that requirement, make sure you can fulfill it. I'm sorry to get in my soapbox there, but I, th I think it's huge. <clears throat> so looking at things, just to review, um, if you're looking at a new distance, make sure that it's realistic based on your previous experiences. Make sure you have an intrinsic motivation in order to do this new distance. Formulate your goals for the race. Have your backup goals. Get your family and loved ones and significant others on board. Get training advice. Find your benchmark events. What race distances or uh, long runs do you hope to accomplish in your buildup? Learn about the goal race by seeking out a multitude of resources. And make sure you know the registration process and details. Those are all things that I hope you'll look into when you're thinking of accomplishing a new race distance. And I wish you the best of luck if you're taking on and trying to tackle the new distance. Uh, again, shameless plug, if you want to talk about coaching, you know, I'm happy to. Um, I don't do the, the consultations. That's something I haven't really got into. I know some coaches that do. So if, if you're looking for those resources to just have that phone com conversation and have a consultation, uh, you know, don't hesitate to reach out. I'll, I'll put you on it. I know Patrick Regan, he, for one, he is he does phone consultations. Um, you know, perhaps it's something I'll do in the future. I just my capacity at the moment does not afford it. But um, but yeah, you know, I, I like I said, I'm always happy to have the conversation about coaching. I'm still taking on a few clients right now. Not quite full. Almost <laughs> brought on a few new clients recently, so I'm, I'm getting to my capacity once again. So if you're interested, please do reach out.
Um, uh, once again, I hope everybody has a very happy Thanksgiving. I thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for being a part of the MR Running Pains podcast. And until next time, keep running, my friends.